Nazco Moments radio show. Do you know where your children are this very moment? We invite you to grab a bowl of Nazco cornflakes together with your family, loved ones and friends. Then sit back, relax and enjoy the conversation on the Nazco Moments radio talk show. This morning, we shall examine how to best foster a greater understanding in the teacher-student relationship. Teachers play an important role in the trajectory of students throughout the formal schooling experience. There is a whole body of research which has investigated the teacher-student relationship at especially the elementary years of schooling. The fact, however, is that teachers have the unique opportunity to support students' academic and social development at just about all levels of schooling. A positive teacher-student relationship enables students to feel safe and secure in their learning environment. Without any fear of contradiction whatsoever, we make bold to assert that teachers provide the necessary scaffolding for important social and academic pursuits in the life of students under their care. Teachers who support students in the learning environment can positively impact their social and academic outcome, and this is important for the long-term trajectory of school, but even more critically and eventually in the vital arena of employment post-school. Today on the Nazca Moment Show, we have the honor of playing host to Professor Namdi Aduba, a seasoned lawyer, professor of constitutional law, and a teacher for excellence from the Faculty of Law, University of Jos. Interestingly, this lawyer and teacher could be described as a teacher of teachers, having trained not just lawyers who are doing well in the bar and other professions, but also many others who have in turn become giants in their own right in academia. Indeed, the producer of this show, Barrister Haroon Hari Audu, is pleased to be counted amongst one of such beneficiaries of the teaching exertions of Professor Namdi Aduba, and I cannot count myself out as well. In a short while, we will get to know more about the teacher-student relationship as it connects with our shared pursuit for the quality life for all. I therefore invite you to stay tuned. We'll be right back. My name is Hudun Gyang. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. Nasco Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Thank you very much, Professor Adva, for being on our program this morning. It's my pleasure. Okay. So, I would like you to start by telling us what you think is the important role of the teacher in the society. Well, it depends on the type of society and any type of teacher. I have been in the tertiary institution for almost uh, getting to 37 years, and I can talk comfortably with the teacher at the tertiary level. Now, and then it depends also on the, what is in the society. Now, if you look at a society, there are ideals you want to achieve, and then there are also the ideals, and then the road to the ideals. For the teacher, for instance, teacher at tertiary institution is different from teacher at secondary and then teacher at the primary school level. 
But all in all, the image of the teacher has to be somebody you look up to. So when you now have a teacher who understands his or her own responsibility to the society, it makes a difference. Then you now have a student who appreciates why he needs to learn. And then you also have a society that appreciates knowledge-based society. See, why I'm emphasizing on this knowledge-based is that when you look at our society, it is not knowledge-based. Resources are not shared according to knowledge. We only dream of the ideal without following the necessary steps. I think, for instance, if a child is properly taught at primary school, he or she will constitute less problem at secondary school level. For us in the university system, we face a lot of problems because the students at that level are supposed to have gone to good secondary school. So basic things, they should now know why they are in the university system and appreciate that the moments they have there is for them to prepare themselves for life outside the university. Now, if you have a faulty educational system, you now have a problem. The student now enters, he or she does not know why he's there. So that is basically, we need to understand and, yes, why yes. we, or what is it that we want. Want, mm. yes, yes. So what are the keys to a good relationship now between a teacher and a student? When the student knows why he's there, personally, I know I've taught a lot of people, if you go still, I'm going to work today. I'm going to go I don't go to church. My doors are always open. And I encourage students to, we've not all learned everything. University is a place where continuous learning. So if a student by the time he's entering the university knows that I'm going to continue learning. And even the teachers that are teaching me don't know everything. So when I run into trouble, I should go to them. If a student that goes to good schools knows this, he makes things easier. I have books. So if a student walks in, sir, I didn't understand this. You don't have to be my lecturer. You don't, just walk in, knowing that, listen, every lecturer is supposed to be what lawyers call local parents, local parents' relationship with you. Now, when you have a student, one, that does not know why he's in the university, Two, you have a lecturer that is not properly trained because training is very important. You see, not only teaching, the way you behave. Is you, a teacher is always, people are always looking up to you, up to you. You are something better. After God, you are supposed to do the next thing they look up to. So your behavior, your conduct, the way you say things, if you are properly trained, though, because our problem is that most are not properly trained. That is why in the university system, you have to have what you have continuously training the teacher to refine the tools. Because if the students are afraid of you, then you are not a good teacher. Yes, because they need to have the confidence yes, to know yes, that they yes. can come to they you even come. after class. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So what, um, okay, apart from having confidence in the teacher and being able to go to him, what else would you describe as um, a good teacher-student relationship? What should it look like? 
You see, it, it is like a parent and a child. The parent and a, the girls, if you are a man, the girls should be open to you. The boys also should be open to you. They can tell you some personal things. And that is why when you go to good universities, especially the ones abroad, because we pastorize our universities here, you have counseling units in the university. Where when a student enters, he has an orientation. So when you are in problem, go here. Go there. So he knows. What happens in this country is that you see, we rush everything. Sometimes we don't have orientation program. So you know, you just the student, he enters, he goes straight to the classroom. He doesn't even know where to go when he runs into problem. I did part of my education in the United Kingdom. And I know, even when you have financial problem in the university, there is a unit that handles it. They can find you a part-time job where you go to the library and assist or you go to the kitchen to make up. Psychological problems. So, the university is, is like a second home for the students. So, it, it, it is convenient. The, the, the teachers are like your parents. So, you don't have to. But you see, this is the ideal. Now, when the student is rushing to come to school, he was admitted late, no orientation program, he goes straight into the classroom, he doesn't know the use of the library, he's confused. He, he needs time. And sometimes, instead of relying on the lecturers, sometimes, especially in the university, they go on their peer groups. The peer groups depends on whether there are decent ones or bad ones. If it's unfortunate, he enters into the bad ones that will tell you, don't, these lecturers, they are dangerous. Don't come near them. Then he poisons his mind or her mind about where teachers are. That's why in the university system, you see, some students, when they see their lecturers, they dodge. Why, why are you dodging? Why should you dodge? So there's plenty of work for us to get to the ideal situation. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, that yes. will work for the good of all. This is the NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show, and we're talking about fostering a better understanding in the teacher-student relationship. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. A promise kept. Savor the taste of NASCO cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. NASCO Cream Crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. NASCO Cream Crackers is best served with tea, coffee, and cheese. NASCO Cream Crackers. NASCO Cream Crackers. NASCO Cream Crackers. A promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. NASCO Cream Crackers. NASCO Cream Crackers. Another quality product from NASCO. If you're just joining us, wherever you are listening in from, then know that you're on to the best, the NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show. This morning, I have with me on the show Professor Namdi Aduba, a consummate teacher, constitutional lawyer, and lecturer in the Faculty of Law, University of Jos. He is exploring the subject matter of how to best foster a greater understanding in the teacher-student relationship. Um, sir, how should teachers relate with their students in a way that will not... Uh, create anything that seems like an unhealthy environment? Well, you see, one of the reasons why they find out that when Nigerian students go abroad, quite a lot of them, they do exceptionally well. Because they go there. The teachers say, call me James. 
call me Nand. You've broken the dagger. He can now be late to you honestly. Then you, that I told you, the teacher is a role model. You should be able to like your doctor. What do you want out of life? See, the problem we have is that when in Nigeria, teachers are poorly paid. Their image is very poor. Those of us in the university, unless recently, it's sexual harassment, it's, 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 it's a handout, the image is poor. So, you see, when the image of the teacher is poor, you are not going to get any confidence from anybody. The student look at you. But like on one occasion, one of my students even asked me, why are you even teaching? Then I asked him, if I'm not here to teach you, how can you ever become a lawyer? Then he said, he's sorry. So you, you see, there is a situation where people don't even know that this person is to help you to achieve your ultimate goal. So the teacher himself should know this is my room. I should come down to the level of this student to maximize. The government itself, because it's government here, should know that this teacher is a role model for these students. He should not be handicapped. This question of selling handouts, question of sexual harassment, you shouldn't tolerate such a thing in this, in this system. So it's the society also should show appreciation. You see, my father was a teacher. In the olden days, teachers were worshipped. After the traditional ruler, the next was the teacher. But in recent times, I think it was just a week ago, uh, members of the directorate of DSS went to a federal government college because a teacher scolded his students. They brought out the teacher, beat him thoroughly before the students. So now, if you've humiliated this role model, you know, it's just, you've unmasked the masquerade. So, so who looks up to him again? Mm -hmm. The teacher is now crying before the students. What are you expecting? Okay, we have lots of work to do, sir. What more do you consider as do's and don'ts between teacher-student relationship? Well, you don't talk about girlfriend, relationship, smoking of India help, you don't talk about cultism, you don't talk about cultism belonging to this healthy talk. What I always try to predict, money. Financial relationship. Don't you borrow money from the students. Don't you bring yourself down to the level you'll be talking about borrowing of money and the rest of them completely unacceptable. If you can, don't be afraid. Don't have them as girlfriends. It, 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 it damages the image of the teacher. If you are teaching in a mixed class, once you start going out with one, you've lost the confidence of the others. So if, even if you want to have, go somewhere else. Definitely not the class we are teaching because it doesn't do your image any good. How should a teacher deal with a difficult student? What kind of relationship should you have? You, you can befriend the student. You see, the, the, the problem I have with, with, with some of my colleagues is that they are not properly trained. That we must admit. 70% of people who are teaching now in the university do not have any business being there at all. The university has no help matters. Why? You need constant training. Constant training. You see, the person like myself, I go to courses, I go to conferences, I go out, other universities. You know, you must be a reference point. You must be a reference point for, 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 for your students. So, once you are not, 
Then you talk about things that are current, things that they, they, they see every day. I just came back from Nazarene State University yesterday. And we were talking about civil military relationship. And I was just saying that the soldiers are now picking up now. You saw the ones, the girl they beat up, they now say they are sorry. I said, you see, they are building a good relationship because you cannot have a good functioning military if you don't have trust of the, 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 the civilians. The same thing with the teacher. The society we have is a terrible society, but we all have roles to play. Oh, young boys these days, uh, they don't have ambition, they don't have, uh, they are stealing. It's part of our own responsibility. If the society is not, if the, these young people, if they are not properly guided, we pay dearly for it. So it's in our own interest to inculcate in them virtues of hard work. Because if we don't, the society will reap it, you know, like you see student demonstration. There was one they did in Mina. What did they do? They took a student there, he was ill, he died. They burnt down the building. Now, after burning down the building, when the next person gets sick, where do you go to? Mm. <laughs> okay, there are many, many issues we certainly need to deal with. It's an interesting discussion how to foster a better understanding in the teacher-student relationship. And we have one more segment to go. Please don't go away. Brightex white detergent, Brightex, Brightex white detergent, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back, dear listener, to the NASCO Moment Show. Do you know where your children are? Today, we've been discussing the topic of how to best foster a greater understanding in the teacher-student relationship with our guest, Professor Namdi Adubar of the Faculty of Law, University of Jos. Um, now, still on the teachers, is there anything that they do to stir up um, student misbehavior? Well, you see, they say familiarity breeds contact. When you are going to the class, you must try as much as possible to have preferential treatment with the students. Treat everybody the same way. Okay, now get your stuff. Prepare your lectures. You see, there is one of the things teachers have good knowledge. Some of the students are very intelligent. They, they know a lecturer who has prepared his lectures. They know those who have not prepared when you are fond of not preparing notes, you are lowering yourself for the students. And then this partiality, try as much as possible to fair, fair, fairness. Even if you are the girls there, you like them and all For me, I've always known that the girls are disadvantaged. So I try to encourage them so that they too, I say, talk. There's no problem with you being a girl. Talk. Be vocal. So you encourage, so these difficult ones, they are difficult because nobody seems to understand them. But if you can break them down, that is, come, I don't hate you. 
I don't have any reason to hate you. I actually want you to do well. Okay? But you see, the problem we have in the system is that sometimes the classes are too large for the teacher to even start having that type of conversation, noticing who is dead. I try. But if you are coming into a class of 150 students, 200 students, what are you going to do? If the class were smaller, as you come, you take a look at the student, you will see the normally buoyant, vibrant student suddenly looking sick. Hey, Adam, what is wrong with you? You don't look up. What is wrong with you? You see, no. If it is, you see, people like personal attention. So when a teacher he tries as much as possible to personalize the attention on these students, okay, try to know that all of them don't come from the same homes. It's not the same thing you use for all we of them. Use yes. Different parameters. Different parameters for dealing with them. And then those that are very quiet, try to bring them out of their shell. There was one spoke the English. I see, see, practice makes perfect. If I'm perfect, I will not be teaching you. You make mistakes, people laugh at you, you correct us, you go on. And then you see, when you encourage the person, he starts coming up. Okay. As a law teacher, how do you model professionalism? You see, for, 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 for myself now, and I've been telling them that, look, the act of going to court is beyond me becoming decadent, really. I'm training lawyers now to become from NGOs. I'm training them to compete with those in theaters. All those latent um, 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 characteristics, latent powers you have within you, skill. There are some of my students that can't sing. Explore them. There is nothing that is incompatible with a lawyer being a musician. No, 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 no. And you see, the court process is very, very slow. So if you really must be a litigation lawyer, where the problem is. So you must explore. Law is not only going to court. So what I do is to encourage them that we must not all be practitioners. Some can go into administration. Some can go into teaching. Some can go into advocacy. I have my students that formed an NGO as students. Now they are doing exceptionally well. They've never gone to court up to this moment. To tell them, look, legal knowledge is important. But that legal knowledge, it depends on... You, you can even go into agriculture. Who says that they like cannot be a good agriculturist? Nothing. So what we are telling them is that not to have this old idea. I must wear a wig. I must go to gown. I must know how to speak well. I must know how to... No, 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 no. You see, these are archaic thinking. Now, you just get the degree. It can help you. You can be a boardroom guru. You can also be a good... I myself, I think, I've never, since my court over about 37 years ago, I've never entered a court for up to 10 times all my life. Okay, so there are many pathways to success in life. As we end the program now, what should every teacher know about working with students? Is that, look, you see, for me, if ever there is something they have, having your reward on earth, I've got a mind. You know, you see students in places you don't expect them. They come, the ones that even do good things to you, the ones that appreciate you, are not even these ones that pester you. No. The ones that they see you from a distance, distance, they admire you from a distance. You've not done anything for them. 
Okay, so for the teachers, what I tell them is that look here, you never know these young people who are teaching. You don't know you are teaching the head of state. You don't know who you are teaching. So try as much as possible to be at your best. Don't hate any of them because the hatred can land you into trouble. I've had one of my teachers, he treated his student so badly. And at a particular point in time, during the military regime, people who was in his security apparatus, and people were going to run for, 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 for election. He single-handedly cancelled the name of this teacher because of the teacher's behavior. Because these students, they are in the class. We never knew that this fellow was secret security service. So this is the problem we tell the teachers, especially in tertiary institutions, that you don't know who is in your class. The vice chancellor's daughter may be there. The head of state's relation may be there. The director of SS's son may be there. So try as much as possible to be at your best when you are teaching them. Okay. That, that's good advice for all teachers and in general for, for life. Uh, whatever uh, situation you find yourself in, it's, I think it's just uh, good if you can treat everyone fairly. We're indeed grateful to you, Professor Namdi Adjuba, for, for being with us on the program today. Yeah, the pleasure is mine. Um, he has shared his professional insights and I'm sure these have benefited you who has listened to the program this morning. I sure hope you have been empowered and made even more aware of the issues around the relationship between teachers and their students. What constitutes a violation of these privileges and how you can seek redress where necessary. We have to end the show here. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO group. Please freely send any feedback on this show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Our NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is When is the World Teachers' Day celebrated annually? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Always remember to include your name and location you stand to win a prize of a gift basket of assorted NASCO products. Last week, we asked you when the Bank of Agriculture was established and what was the name? Well, the answer is 1973, and it was known then as Nigeria Agricultural Cooperative and Rural Development Bank. Our winner is Faith Isa. It's wonderful to have you as our winner, Faith. You'll be contacted and told how to claim your NASCO gift basket. Once again, congratulations. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, Ignatius Usa, Tolu Bakari, and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Tolu Bakari, and Ignatius Usa. I am Harun Gyan. Love your family. Give them the quality life. And join us again next week.